Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, episode number 107 for Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. My name is Marty Saliva, and I am once again joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. How are you guys doing? Tired. Been a while. Doing okay. It's been a little while, and then it was a long while beforehand. Um, yeah, what, but, I don't know, uh, two of these in the last month and a half? <laughs> yeah, you missed last week. The Red Barrels episode was a delight. Yeah. What a convo. <laughs> yeah, that was then, great. Who, who would have thought the Sean White snowboarding game would have been someone's Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly wouldn't. Uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you all uh, so much for tuning in to Breakout. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, as you can see, our main topic, we're going to be talking about um, Liza P, which seems like it came out forever ago, but the embargo wasn't up last week. So <laughs> this is technically our first time we could talk about it. I believe it was Thursday morning that Liza, uh, Lords of, or not Liza P, Lords of the Oh, Fall, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah that like could be great. I feel <laughs> like I fucked the two of those up several times. Uh, we're going to talk about Lords of the Fallen because you've both played quite a bit of it, and I think you have differing opinions on it. But then we're also going to fold that into a larger um, Souls-like conversation with obviously um, the back-to-back releases of Lies of P and Lords of the Fallen and sort of a what is uh, let's let's take a little take a little look at this genre and see what's going on who's doing it right who's doing it wrong uh, does from software even matter in this genre anymore should they should they like move over and go do something else uh, and then a couple little news bits uh, including uh, we have a very exciting weekend uh, up ahead with Super Mario Wonder and Spider-Man both of which had their embargoes go up and are apparently very good uh, which I'm very excited about. And then uh, I've we've all been playing some games, and I played a game that was very bad. <laughs> I played a game that was very bad, and I didn't like it. But I also played some games that were very good, which was really nice. Um, how are you guys doing? Uh, better than uh, I guess you are, because I, I saw a couple of clips from the game you spent your time playing. I can't believe I bought the deluxe edition of it. What did I do? Why did <laughs> I do that? This keeps happening. That was human. That was human. That was my. But that's not like. I can't I can't expense that. That was no great to <laughs> old Marty's credit card. Um, it's a problem. Uh, but yeah, yeah I don't you, have to, you did want okay. you did want more of those licensed games. <clears throat> Is this a this is a real monkey's paw? You could <laughs> say. Uh, Nick, welcome back from your travels. A lot of people thought we kept asking, like, what's wrong with Nick? And what's, we were like, he's just gone on like back to back trips. Yeah. And they're like, but <laughs> he also he got dying? sick in the middle. You also uh, did yeah. get sick. Yeah, and then I uh, like I started feeling sick again on like my last couple of days in in uh, Canada. So I'm like, what is? Maybe you should. All of your trips should be a few days shorter than you think. <laughs> <laughs> well, see the 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 real common denominator is that usually when I go to Europe or Canada, they don't have like Mountain Dew. So yeah, the the Mountain Dew is fighting any potential viruses in your exactly. system. Exactly, it's like it's full of vitamin. Basis. It's full of vitamin C. I think. No, that's because the vitamins enter or the, the viruses enter your body. See the dew in the veins and they're like, we don't want to touch that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm so I'm so unhealthy that it's like, you know, what? he's taking himself out. Mother Nature doesn't need help exactly. with that. Like, oh, someone got here before us, guys. Let's pack it up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, it's just no, the body's playing dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling mostly better and uh, feeling better about my house today because I got um, work started in the basement. So my two holes in my ceiling are patched. Drilled some holes in, got my wires for my Ethernet off the floor, and my HDMI cable is now nice. wired to the ceiling to get to my TV over there. I know that feels great. Yeah. When you when you just see uh, just household projects like done that you've been meaning to get done forever. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. So These little things. Start starting in the basement, then got to move to the, the ground floor or the main floor. With, you also can never make fun of us for being older than you because that was some like fucking 50 year old <laughs> man shit you just 
you just talked about being excited for, which is fine. There is a bunch of things I get excited for that are 50 year old man shit. Not, not, um, not as excited to fix your closet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's character. What do I fix it for? I still open those doors and I rarely have to open them. I mean, all the spooky games we're going to be playing, I'll be hiding in lots of closets this week. So you that know, is true. You, that was a good you segue. Can't, you can't hide into your closet if it's broken. I have other closets. I don't know. That's not like a one percent humble brag. <laughs> but it's not just this room. I have more than this one. is a workroom. I got I got living rooms. Uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, no, as as Nick alluded to, I, I kind of my brain broke of like which direction I wanted to go in. But as <laughs> yeah. Nick alluded to, um, we are starting our spooky streams um, tonight. Nick, you will be playing uh, Amnesia: The Bunker at the normal Casey and Jesse slot, joined by the titular Casey and Jesse of the, the normal, normal Casey, Casey and Jesse. <laughs> Joins Nick. Just, just join it. I'm inserting myself in there. Um, <laughs> I, felt, you, I felt left out, so I barged my way in. Did you? There you go. Did you? But he didn't want to learn anything, played. so he just pivoted yeah. to horror. <laughs> yeah. You can learn something in the bunker. I think it takes place yeah, during, it takes place during World, World War One. Yeah, the big one. And Jesse right. said he wanted to play World War One games. <laughs> so that's true. Yeah, there you go. Um, completely factual history in this one. Exactly. Uh, going uh, over a, su- a couple super chats quick, and remember, guys, uh, your supports in super chats right now are going towards that uh, funding goal of Adventures Night Season Four live on v- uh, location next year, uh, which uh, you guys are already crushing the goal. I'm really proud of you guys. I'm gonna be honest. Over a quarter in like a week and a half, whatever it was. Yeah, you guys are doing great. Keep them coming. Uh, Skelly Boy with a $5 dono. Thank you so much. There once were preserves of raspberry that I portioned out on a fork for free for a friend who can't catch rabies. The possum at my window. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, well, on, on post-CP, uh, Yazi was doing lots of limericks. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what a limerick is. Isn't a limerick like there once was a man from Nantucket? Is that a limerick? Yeah, see, see, that's what I thought it was, and I was completely wrong, and I... Look like an idiot, yeah. so it's fine. Well, I'm I completely wrong. I don't know yeah, what a is. Was that supposed to rhyme at some point? Should I, I have like said that with flow? Because mine, mine that I gave out that Yatsu made fun of me for was uh, there was once a man named Nick. He was very good at making tricks. That kind he, of he, he convinced his team he was just, but just left them with these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good I mean I, I knew exactly think, where that was going to end I don't think either of the pairs actually rhymed but they were close enough to where I liked it on the spot and it was topical um, thank you so much Skelly Boy Andreas Thompson uh, welcome to the tip jar and welcome everyone else uh, we had a lot of new members today joining early access to watch uh, Zero Punctuation's uh, uncensored version of Assassin's Creed Mirage which you can do right now uh, Darwin's Dummy $2 dono, one Kong point to Marty. We're going to talk about Kong points very soon, <laughs> I promise you. Uh, Skelly Boy, back with a $10 dono. Thank you so much, Skelly Boy. Soon may the marsupial come for crackers and jelly. Om nom nom nom. And when the snacking is done, he'll scream and eat some ticks. I keep thinking it's going to rhyme and then it doesn't. Yeah, like the, the end of these just like jut off into like a weird angle and it, it makes me internally angry. <laughs> yeah, it's like That's they have... Language uh, it's like they have like a genuine design flaw. Anyone else has a genuine design flaw? I played the video game Skull Island colon the rise of Kong Why? until yesterday. Did you guys know Skull Island colon the rise of Kong was a video game? Yeah. 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 Well, it was 
it was making the rounds on the internet yeah, and that's when you know it hit my radar a couple months but like ago. before that no i didn't know anyone was making a king kong game i didn't understand why anyone would want to make a king kong game but here we are <laughs> except for ubisoft's king kong the movie the game which was actually but that was good. because a movie came out <laughs> There's, like, there's, a, there's a Godzilla show right coming out in like a couple weeks. I don't think Kong's in that show, though. I don't think so either. Monarch but, you show. know, that's the closest thing we've got. <laughs> I think there was a Skull Island anime on Netflix. Oh, yeah, there was. Um, or anime. Is No, it yeah, is. That, it is that was, that's not super recent either, though, right? Yeah, it is. Like a couple months so. ago. It is? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's like three, three or four months ago. I like Skull oh. Island, the movie, and that was like six years ago, but it was a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so they made this game. It's not based on anything other than Kong, isn't it? Um, and uh, it uh, went on sale yesterday on PC, on console, on Switch uh, for uh, uh, $39.99 regular and $49.99 if you want the deluxe edition. That's $39.99? I didn't know that. I thought it was like a nineteen. For me, it was $49.99. Oh, you, what, you idiot. You, you bought the deluxe, the deluxe edition? <laughs> what did you get in the deluxe edition? Why? It comes with... <laughs> 10 skins for Kong, which are just colors. Oh, God. Why don't uh, I come back to this one? Podcast? Which I really liked was called uh, Cute Kong, and it was just a pink monkey, which I thought <laughs> was very nice. And then God. another 10 things that it also calls skins, but are just filters. And so it's just like black and white and sepia. But it also has a black and white and a noir, which were exactly the same. And so I was like, these aren't 10, these aren't 10 filters. Oh, wow. <laughs> these them, are fewer than 10 Get your filters. money back. <laughs> these are fewer than 10 that's, filters. That's, that's, liable for a, that's liable for a suit. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I would have not paid this game any mind. I would have just been like, whatever. It's a monkey game. No one's talking about it. It's probably not very good. Like there's a bunch of avatar games come out. Like the last <laughs> airbender games come out and stuff that like, I kind of just ignore. Um, and then footage started going out about the game, about how like, this is the cream of the crop of terrible games released this year. And a couple of the, the, the shots, I was like, we need to, I need to do research because I can't be <laughs> hating. I don't want to be one of those people who just hates without knowing. And sure. so I did financial research and I bought the, that deluxe edition, which came with the filters and the skins, <laughs> whether it's 10 of them, it's up to you. Uh, and uh, let me tell you guys, the game is truly, truly dreadful in a way that anyone who said Forspoken, Redfall, Gollum, anyone who was like, these are the worst game I've ever played. And I kept being like, no, it's not. Be, you need to play more games. This is what I meant. <laughs> this is what I, when I was like, you need to find the floor first. You guys are not finding the floor. And we found the floor. And it is uh, it is shocking how shoddy the game is. Like, I understand it's a company uh, 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 called Game Mill, which is very funny because it's just a company that's like, fucking, we're just going to churn these out. Like, yeah, like, did, game did, mill. Is that not a mobile game? publisher like i feel like i've heard that name before this could have been a mobile game uh, i think this could have been a mobile game um it is a uh, third person <clears throat> because legally it's open world but <laughs> i don't know if creatively <laughs> i would call it open world um uh, an an action game uh that starts out and you play as a fully powered up kong with all sorts of cool abilities and then you okay. come upon a dinosaur who's who's killed your spouse and is about to kill your kid and you battle in a boss battle that dinosaur, but it's a force. You have to lose that fight. <laughs> and the dinosaur kills you. And then the scared little baby Kong runs away into the wild. And then it's like 10 years later and you are the baby Kong going to get oh. revenge. Uh, it's just so it's just ostensibly the last of us part two. Um, <laughs> but with Kongs, uh, uh, but it strips you away of all of your cool abilities. Well, because those weren't your cool. abilities. Those were your dad's abilities. 
Yes, agreed. And so then you start the game off as a very underpowered Kong. And it's weird. It's a lot like Armored Core to where I'm like, this monkey's supposed to be very big. But the trees just kind of look like regular trees. So, like, he just looks the size of, like, Donkey Kong or Banjo. Yeah, I, I thought that looking at the footage that they were putting yeah. out, I'm like, he's if this is King Kong, why is everything just the same size as him? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, you uh, go around these these very confusing uh, areas, uh, beat the shit out of random critters like like crabs and, and snakes. And occasionally it'll throw you into like an event where it's like you need to kill all the crabs or kill all the birds nests for some reason. And then you get one Kong point and you need to collect five Kong points to unlock one skill. And there's like. I think it's going to take a long time for me to unlock all these Kong points <laughs> because in the map, you don't know where you're going. And every once in a while, you'll fight a boss that is very bad. And when you beat the boss, you get one of those Metroidvania-esque powers that your dad uh. had. And so you get the ability to, like, pound through the floor or you could do this big leap. Or sometimes you can go to the thing where you're supposed to pound through the floor and you'll just fall through it, but you don't have the ability you need to press on and you get stuck in this like liminal space <laughs> on the island <laughs> you don't know how to get out. Um, sometimes it looks like the mountains are bleeding. <laughs> like this probably textures, are. like the, the textures start like bleeding off the mountains. You sure it's not just an active volcano on, on Kong just, Island? It was very it was like runny paint. And then uh, sometimes the music either stops or gets confused. <laughs> doesn't know it'll like restart the song like it'll think like is this where no should we start it now no we'll start it now um and then uh i played it for two and a half hours last <laughs> night and then i saw that i was um pretty close to the ending and so while watching the x files i finished it <laughs> so i felt yes so i'm done i'm done with the game at about three and a half hours uh can you refund it not on Switch. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, not on the Switch. You're right. It's going to forever taint your library. Um, my library is, I bought that hentai game. It's just been chilling there. <laughs> what do you taint my yeah, library? Talk, talk about taint in the library, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I do not encourage anyone to purchase Skull Island colon. Sounds Project like a Cole. great time. Sounds like you had a, I mean, you remember every little bit of that game. <laughs> I had you're, a good time streaming it. That was fun. You're going you're to remember more of that game than half the games you played this year. <laughs> um, they didn't send out review codes. And when asked for a code, and they why. said, we will not be supplying. <laughs> Man, they really, they just, why the fuck would you just release it then? Like, what do you, what a way How to get the license? Ga game mill had it. <laughs> game, game mill. I think has game like mill only almost makes all their games, games are yeah. like licensed games. Yeah, they're um, all cheap, cheap, crappy licensed yeah. games. But um, yeah, I uh, I encourage everyone to play 2006's Peter Jackson King Kong the movie the game <laughs> by Michelle Anzel, which is a great game. Mm. I also think this was like secretly their way of getting. I, I think this is the best thing that could have happened for the game because I think the game is a lot of publicity and there's probably a handful of people who are dumb like me who bought it. Yeah, for that couldn't have been on purpose. <clears throat> like that sort of thing happens, sure, but like I don't think anyone planned like we're gonna make this so terrible that it's meme worthy and then they'll all play it as a big joke like i can't imagine yeah. someone thought it's gonna that be far it was gonna more be, like they stumbled into that it's gonna be some five-year-old kid's favorite game <laughs> man no, i don't know i would I mean, hope, <laughs> like mario's coming out this week <laughs> it's gonna be too like hard back for in a day maybe like when games were like less uh when there were less games out maybe <laughs> that could have been a thing i, I can't know. imagine some five-year-old kid is like yeah. it'll be, it'll be with some two-year-old kid that can play around the disc <laughs> 
Because <laughs> an adult would have to buy it for them. Well, adult's dumb. Marty. <laughs> he bought, he bought it for himself, though. Came with 10 skins and 10 filters. You know what? I'm, even, a, you didn't I'm get, a pioneer. You didn't, you didn't even get what you paid for. I mean, there are 10 options. Ooh, and they hide the black and white and the noir one just far enough away to where you can't just, like, toggle back and forth between them. And I was like, I get I get what you're not. doing. There's also a lot of these collectibles. You find, like, a large bowl, and you could read about the history of bowls. God. <laughs> like, when bowls were invented, which, um, that was pretty cool. So, um, <laughs> Did a Kong invent bowls? Is that what's in the history? Uh, no, I believe there are no humans in this. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, there are because there's like a there tribe are. on the island. Oh. You don't see huh. any though. It's like Armored Core. We don't see any. <laughs> also, like Armored Core, where you have no scale for how big your thing is. <laughs> hmm. And you lock onto. Th- okay, I'm seeing a little similarity. You lock onto things with the with the thumbstick. Uh, Blue McNeil with five dollar dono. Thank you so much. The blizzard it is in and blows it does hard. Microsoft acquired Steam's worst, wettest fard. Overwatch 2. <laughs> um, we did. We didn't have that on here, but yeah, Microsoft, the Microsoft officially has acquired Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Phil Spencer in an interview said he's excited to to find good pairings for their old franchises. And he said that we wouldn't be seeing um, sort of the, the windfall of Activision Blizzard games on Game Pass until probably next year. Sure. Which is a little disappointing. Like people yeah. would expect it because with Bethesda, it was almost instantaneous. Yeah, was, but like but they also have but they, they closed on that, I guess, behind closed doors before they went. And yeah, yeah. And they also have Call of Duty: Marvel Three coming out soon, so I don't think they want to ape that player base. <laughs> yeah, mm. I mean, you could you could release some games. Like, you don't have to release Call of Duty. Like yeah, you uh, could just put like Tony Hawk on there. They gotta they gotta <laughs> go find Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think do you see do, like do you think they'll like dig deep and like get some of those licensed games? There's like a couple good Spider-Man games. Um, oh, I'm sure. I mean, people are going to be asking them all the time for it. Yeah, that that stuff will easy, be easy. gold. Yeah, on easy, game pass. easy wins for archiving games and stuff to put them back up. Yeah. On. So, but yeah, there'll be more talk about that in a few months' time. I think. Uh. Amy in the chat says, my mom's work computer had a weird screen saying you can play Bethesda games on Xbox now. And she was very confused. Hmm. <laughs> Why was <laughs> Maybe your mom's secretly a gamer? Yeah. Your mom's trying to beat Sekiro before uh, you can. <laughs> Her mom's actually um, secretly even better at Path of Exile. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or is like a hardcore like Diablo fan and just doesn't want to tell you oh, about it. <laughs> Um, that's why she got the Activision Blizzard notification. Ha. Um, but in, in, uh, what sounds like better news is, um, uh, on Friday we got both Mario and, uh, Spider-Man two coming out and the reviews were in and both games got over a 90 on Metacritic. I think Spider-Man's at a 90 Mario's at a 93. Um, people are calling a lot of people are calling Spider-Man the, the superhero game ever made. And a lot of people are calling Mario wonder, um, the best 2d Mario game since, the Super Nintendo, um, both of which feel like very lofty superlatives in a year filled with a lot of games with very lofty superlatives. I, I It sounds right, though, right? Like, mm. it, it, this doesn't sound like the sort of thing that you would look at super skeptically because we've been waiting for exactly this kind of 2D Mario game for a long time, and Nintendo just has not given it to us. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as they said, hey, this is like Super Mario World, you could very easily see like, oh, Super Mario World in 2023 would kick ass. 
Mm-hmm. And apparently it does. I, I'm super excited to play Mario Wonder. Yeah. Uh, and Spider-Man is just more Spider-Man. Like they, that, that game does exactly what it promises. Like they nailed the, the locomotion um, and the, the move set for like Spidey swinging through the city. And as long as that works, I think you can throw any old BS together and folks will be happy. So I think that's what happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to playing Spider-Man and, and, and Mario. I'm just uh, kind of glad Spider-Man's out of the way so we can get to Wolverine faster now. <laughs> <laughs> You're just shooting it to the side. It's not even here. What do you mean it's out of the way? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get super excited about Spider-Man. <laughs> I like him, but I don't know. I'm much more excited for that Wolverine game. How do you, you think know, like Wolverine will traverse the city? I don't, I don't know if he will. I think it's going to be more of a linear linear affair like a like a level like a devil may cry sort of running through a bunch of hallways last of us wolverine (laughs) we already saw logan works so (laughs) yeah that uh, is a specialty the third person like it'll be more similar to like god God of war kind of thing and it is the the lead writer is walt williams who wrote spec ops the line yeah so it'll be wolverine wolverine thinking about all the bad things he did should (laughs) have stabbed that kid in the chest that was bad (laughs) call on my part (laughs) um do uh first off are you guys planning to play one and or both of them mm-hmm. uh, i'm definitely buying mario sometime soon yeah, yeah. probably spider-man on, can wait i'll probably jump on spider-man mario can wait <laughs> wow i will play both i still, got, I still got the breath <laughs> of the wild so i can't i can't play another nintendo game tears of the kingdom how have you not played I, I tried to play more of it and i got bored i kind of got bored too oh, <laughs> fucking judas's <laughs> <laughs> fucking I can't believe it. Um, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering what. Um, so I, I, we're still probably a month or so away from getting the Game Award nominations. Um, that usually happens in mid-November. Uh, and there's usually six best game nominations. And a lot of people have been trying to throw out what they think the six are, which is funny to do before Spider-Man and like Mario. But um, and I guess they're still like before the 15th, we'll have like. Call of Duty, I don't know, City Skylines, Hellboy Web of Weird. <laughs> I know I know it's six, it'll be already because the industry is predictable. Uh, do you? Yes. Okay, what uh, that was going to ask, what six do you think it's going to be? Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man, Mario, Starfield, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 4 remake. Okay, because so you think... It's all Diablo gets left off. You yeah. think Final Fantasy gets left off. You yeah. think Street Fighter Six gets left off. Yeah. Sea of Stars. Yep. Jedi Survivor. Yep. Definitely Jedi Survivor gets left what? off because people 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 seem no to turn on that. that. But no, but even even when it first launched, people seem to turn on it fairly quickly, like way faster than the first Who game. Turned on it. A lot of people like yeah, we're we're complaining about how janky it like especially at like optimization issues and stuff at launch as well uh, on pc yeah it was yeah. those people who were complaining <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah it just it hasn't had a long tail of people just still and again the, this year is really rough for that sort of thing because like yeah. there's always something big kind of taking yeah. up the headlines right after so i get it uh but yeah i i think nick's list is pretty dead on uh i like I'm not a Resident Evil guy, but even so, I feel like there's better stuff that has come out this year than another Resident Evil remake, yeah, if, right? If if one gets left off that list, it'll probably be Starfield for Armored Core Six. So that's uh, I I agree with five of yours, and Starfield being the one that I think is yeah. polarizing enough. And I don't know, you could see depending on who votes, like 
I know it's a small genre and never gets nominated, but like Street Fighter Six seems like it is not enough. It is a it. fighting game at that level of those other games. But yeah, I, just I would don't know. I would like to see. There. Yeah, I would like to see it on that list. But yeah, I don't yeah. suspect yeah. it'll. it'll be, the vo- be the that voting. Yeah, pull the, the voting. Board. The voting jury is there's is too there's also here. no um no indie representation. Like you will be Bald, talking Bald about not only <laughs> what was that Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> Oh, but you know what I mean by indie. Um, yeah. Nick, you literally did it. I mean, first off, we need to get rid of the word indie. Well, they're, we in, they're an independent studio, but AAA okay. budget. <laughs> okay, so there's a game that, <laughs> exactly. no game that was uh, beyond uh, uh, beyond a AAA budget. So there's no, or, or I, mean, I mean, I'm just giving you the, the list that I can guarantee you is the Game Awards going to do. Yeah, but I'm, I just think it's interesting. Like, do you think it's just going to go pure AAA? You don't yeah. think you're going to get a, you know, we've had immortalities in the past, untitled goose games in the past. Um, yeah, you know, this year, this year is so stacked with AAA. I don't see them being able to yeah. break through it. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. And also like people yeah, like Dave the Diver was funded by Nexon. <laughs> it's not even an indie game, but it'll be. on. I don't way. think Dave the Diver would be. I think Sea of Stars of any of the. I, I would say Dredge over Sea of Stars will make it on there. As much yeah. as I like Sea of Stars, I think Dredge will outdo outdo it. I think it might have the um, the Oscar thing though of Sea of Stars is fresher in people's memories Possibly. than Dredge. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to release DLC right before the Game Awards, right? Or is it twenty twenty four that's coming out? No, I think it's mm. Dredge. Yeah, Dredge is getting. Yeah, expansion. I think it's after the voting though. Oh, okay. Um, but they'll still. I mean, yeah. it'll still be fresh in people's minds. Sure. It's funny, though, I think in any other year, like I would have said something like Cocoon or something like Sea of Stars or Dredge absolutely could have been nominated. And in other years, any of those three games might have been my favorite game of the year. Mm. But like, holy smokes, Um, I'm not even a player of like half the games you mentioned. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, yes, I understand why Baldur's Gate and, you know, um, uh, uh, like Street Fighter or something like that would get, would get the nod. Spider Man. Um, well, I'm a Spider Man player, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's uh, probably the most stacked year, at least in the AAA space that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I would put Lords of the Fallen up there. So and Lies of P. <laughs> Lies of Lies of P. Yeah. What are you doing? Would Lord, would Lord, don't you, what are you, 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 you start with me? <laughs> I like how Casey and I were both. You tweeted that picture where you're like, these are my four favorite games. And it's like when people do a goof. Yeah. And it's like three three things that deserve to be there. One that doesn't. What's what's going on with you and you and Lords of the Fallen? I've just had a great time with it. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of lived up to all my expectations. Like, yeah, it's a it's a little difficult. Um, you need some balancing and. They, whatever patch they just released ruined my experience because now it's like flickering and stuff so i'm annoyed by that but uh you know it's pc for you so i'll wait i can wait to finish it for a patch it's flickering yeah like there's um i think nvidia released a driver update right alongside the uh, the most recent patch for lords of the fallen and i think the driver update messed with some of the game's textures and stuff so like I'll be moving between like a, a dark area and a lighter area and it kind of like flickers the light and I don't it just makes it unplayable for me. Yeah, Kong did that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they've been super quick about patches and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, uh, I, as everybody knows here, I'm like a huge fan of like dark fantasy kind of stuff and Lords of the Fallen kind of hit all that. And I, the combat for me has been really great. I really like the boss fights in it. They're nice and varied and 
and tough but not unbeatable and uh and then i got like it was getting frustrating for a while because i definitely had to run through a lot of areas because of what casey said in his review like the enemy density is too high in a lot of areas mm. um ranged attacks are make me throw want to throw a controller at the wall um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're they've been balancing that stuff out so it's it's getting better um but have, it, have they specifically balanced the stuff with the enemies? Not, not yet. I, like a lot of people are asking for it in the forums. So like they already, one of the big changes they already made that's going to make the game a lot better as it already is, is like the, the vestige seeds used to cost like 2,500 souls and they just, sure. they just dropped it to 1250. So that's a lot more obtainable now. Yeah, that, that is useful because that's a mechanic that would have helped a lot with. Yeah, it gives you a lot more checkpoints. Well, <laughs> It helps a lot with, yeah, allowing you to progress through their dense enemy population, mm -hmm. but it doesn't solve the dense enemy population problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it's yeah, it, it just it just needs some balancing, in my opinion. But like I love I love the map of that game. I know I know you didn't finish it, but uh, it's linear to a certain point, And then when you get past that point, it basically branches off into you can either go this way to like the bottom of the world or you can go way up to the top of the world kind of thing to get those uh mm -hmm. i keep calling them lasers but <laughs> whatever the, <laughs> like the beacons the beacons, beacons right yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i didn't realize this game was gonna be one of those laser games <laughs> so but it, it hits like it really hits that note of discovery in dark souls that i love where you know i, I check every nook and cranny for items and upgrades and stuff and so like i, I had to go back and grind just a little bit because i was just under leveled and then i came across like a um uh, a rune that I could put in my shield that basically bumped one of my stats up by five whole points, which is a lot. <laughs> and and now I'm like perfectly leveled for where I'm at and having a great time again. So um, for for a studio, it's like, I mean, it's, Hexworks is a brand new studio under CI Games. And for that mm -hmm. studio's first effort, I think this is really good. Yeah, I, I largely agree with all that stuff. Like the, the same stuff that you said you like about it, I also like mm -hmm. quite a bit. But like it... I just I it just didn't let me have that sort of fun with it. Like, I like how the combat feels, but like if I'm being mauled by like a billion enemies and like the ranged guys are hitting me, like it's just it's arranged in a way that just doesn't let you yeah. enjoy it. But you didn't uh, like even if you, you like the story, a, for example, Zagan, you didn't use a sword and shield, did you? Uh, no, yeah, I did use a sword and shield. Oh, okay. I, I played as a regular warrior dude. Uh, I had like a, a, a great sword, actually, like that one of that that bleed one that mm -hmm. you got fairly early on. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, I was leveling up. I was trying to play less uh, punishing as I tend to do. Like I was putting points in vitality and strength or whatever. So I should have been strong enough for all the areas I was in, but like my strength level didn't matter because I was always outnumbered. Like it pushes you to run past all the cool shit in that game. Like, oh, you, you go into the umbrella, you peek into the umbrella, and you see that there's like a, a strange path that leads off to the distance or something. But like you get shot in the back yeah. while you try to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the worst the worst area in that game is like Pilgrim's Perch. <laughs> yeah, that's that that initial that's your introduction to yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, like, that, it, that is a like I thought for the first bit when I was playing that, like, is this a late game area that I just ended up in on accident? Because I was getting my shit rocked. <laughs> but like uh, it kept it kept getting worse in that regard because like they start introducing more dogs they start introducing more of the the champion level enemies mm -hmm. uh in like short a proximity to each other like 
Because, like, again, like, they force you to kind of, like, all right, well, there's a lot right here. If I just run to the next area, yeah. I can actually progress as opposed to, like, beating my head against, like, this big horde. But half of those dudes chase you, and then you end up running into more dudes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> And then you're fighting all these dudes, and you get stuck because, like, oh, well, I got to go into Umbral so I can climb a ladder because yeah. this is a dead drop. And it's like, all right, well, now I just got to gotta fight the world, I, I suppose. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's a game that uh, it, it desperately needs a balance pass because <laughs> I yeah, like as, as soon as they do that, I'd be happy to go back because like it's fun. Like that mm -hmm. world is great. Like the combat feels great. I've, I've said that before as well, uh, and I really like the boss ba battles. Um, if anything, uh, it it seems like it might be tuned for its co-op, which is which is cool that they actually let you have a friend jump in and they just stay with you the whole time. Mm -hmm. That's something Souls games kind of avoid doing. But it, it seems like that's the reason why. <laughs> like, it's it's such a drastic change in the level of difficulty when there's just a whole second human there the whole time. Yeah, well, that's it's it was funny watching, like, all the comments on your review, like, everybody said this game is easy, which nobody had played it by that point. And now that all the that all those idiots have played it now they're like oh yeah the enemy density is too high it's like yeah we told you <laughs> <laughs> like uh yeah it seems like a backwards way to design difficulty it feels like it should be tuned for single player and then just get easier with multiplayer i I, um, I think yeah i think it's tuned for single player so i think the thing i've learned the more because i've put like 35 hours into the game is they give you unlimited ammo for a reason and it's basically so that you can, you know, pick off enemies before you make your way in, which I've now that I'm using that as a strategy and like actually use my arrow and stuff like it's making it a lot easier. Like I'll sit back, pick off the long range and then move in for, you know, melee and it works better that way. Um, I really but it took me to like the, the ice area to really learn that when there was like this dude with an arrow that can shoot me from a million yards away. <laughs> <laughs> so um, is there anything else uh, that seems like a different like a combat wise a different thing than what FromSoft brings to the table like what combat wise like what does it do that feels different and unique or is it just that it kind of nails the, the the flow and feel of FromSoft combat which is hard to do um I don't I, don't, I might sound kind of weird but I kind of liked it more than FromSoft's combat in regards like when you actually hit things like they react to it and stagger a lot more than in some from software games so you know, you'll hit things on from software and they don't really react a lot of times. So you just kind of keep swiping through them until their health bar goes down. Um, but yeah, Lords of the Fallen felt a lot more reactive and like heavy in that sense to me. Um, yeah, there's and, definitely more weight. Yeah. And I definitely like the, uh, you know, I played mostly with the sword and shield, but I mean, like the parry system actually makes sense in that compared to like, I, I can never parry in Dark Souls, <laughs> no matter what I do with the shields. Um so I don't know, kind of it like a lot like Liza P where it pulled a lot of elements kind of from like Sekiro and like, you know, the parry mechanic and all that and withered health, you know, uh, I forget which Bloodborne had that where you kind of had mm -hmm. the same thing. So it kind of pulled the elements from like all those games into one. And I, th I think it mostly works. Uh, I'll also say um, a lot of the, a lot of those Souls games fall apart when they throw multiple enemies at you. Uh, Lords of the Fallen, actually, it's really fun to fight a group. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe that's why they went overboard with it, because, like, I don't know. I don't know how they achieve this, but, like, it, you feel like you have a lot more control over, like, what your weapon is going to do at any given moment. Like, you you throw one attack out and then you realize, oh, something's to the side of me or some or there's a group to the, to the left of me. You can 
at least with the weapon I was using, it's like, all right, well, right now I need a thrust so I can hit like these two guys in a line or I need to sweep so I can hit the two guys who are standing next to each other who are behind me because like the animation will let you do that. And like there are different buttons that will give you those different attacks based on, you know, the sword you're using. And like it's sort of like this free form combo system as opposed to just a set in stone. This weapon, when you swing it, will do X, Y, Z. And I think there's there's a little bit of that in at, le- at the very least Elden Ring. I don't remember if like Dark Souls 3 was like that, but um, in Elden Ring, you don't deal with a number of enemies in that way. Like if, if you're dealing with multiple enemies, um, usually the same attack will just catch them all in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this, it feels like they're occupying actual space from around each other. And like, it, it matters like your placement and like where your weapon goes in, in the crowd and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, that's definitely not how Souls games work. <laughs> I'm definitely just like, wow, well, everyone's here. So I'm just going to swing my sword and hopefully it hits everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I think, uh, I mean, the game already made its money back. It sounds like so. Um <clears throat> or they hit their sales targets on it. So I think it's going to make its money back. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm definitely excited to like see what they do next because like I love the idea of Umbral. I think it's kind of basic in this game. And so I hope like with if they want to, you know, as we're going to get into our main topic, expand the formula, like actually like go back to a bit more of that Zelda stuff and make it more puzzly and stuff in the Umbral realm and not just, you know, hold RT to pull a platform do or something like that. Like actually make me you know, some brain teaser puzzles and stuff like that to find your way around. Nick, do you just want Darksiders 2 again? I do. Because so I just bad. want Darksiders 2 again. I do so <laughs> bad. <laughs> like, I have I have Remnant 2. I loved Remnant. I really want to play Remnant 2, but I desperately want them to make another Darksiders. <laughs> and, and bring back Jesper Kid for the soundtrack, please. Uh, so both of you... I feel like, Nick, you think uh, Lords of the Fallen is probably the strongest non-FromSoft Souls-like no. played, and stronger than a lot of regular? No, I think I think Liza P was stronger. Uh, oh, okay. And I was going to say Casey, I think, feels that way. Yeah, as well. yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, Liza P is definitely the most FromSoft game not made by FromSoft. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, as an overall experience, I like Lords of the Fallen more. Liza P just felt more polished and like really up to FromSoft standards. Um, but yeah, Lords of the Fallen, like I, I love the world of that game. It's like just constantly vistas. I'm constantly exploring. So I don't know. It's definitely, it's definitely been more frustrating than Liza P for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's just got that aesthetic of love in, in Souls games. And it, 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 and it can fall to a personal preference because I feel like like Liza P does borrow the FromSoft formula, but that particular game is a lot more like Bloodborne slash Sekiro than mm-hmm. uh, Dark Souls. And uh, Lords of the Fallen is way more Dark Souls than it is, you know, Sekiro or uh, Bloodborne. But they both, both Liza P and Lords of the Fallen borrow things from all of them, mm-hmm. like tiny little things that make them better. I do. I do think like, those two games back to back are the best non from software souls like we've gotten since from software started the soul stuff. Like, and it feels like there's like a un- kind of a unanimous agreement about that for the first time. Whereas mm-hmm. in the past we had some people who are like really big mortal shell fans like you other people. There's probably someone who went to bat for the surge. I don't know. Someone out there, someone out there is like a big <laughs> surge. People like the surge, people, right? People like the surge too a lot. Yeah. But I just, I think just the setting and everything didn't sell 
as many people. It's, you know, futuristic sci-fi kind of yeah. stuff. For some reason. Like, and I then mean, we've had, not- obviously, we, we've also had the formula work in 2D form, in like indie form. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you, you have your, your Blasphemist, your Hollow Knight. But we're getting to this point now where like the word Souls-like for a long time has had a nebulous meaning and it's getting even more and more nebulous as we talk about it. Because when we, when we say souls, like it's like, are we talking about the souls trilogy? Are we talking about bloodborne? Are we talking about Sekiro? Are we talking about Elden ring? Those are four very different flavors in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're starting to get so far apart that they almost can't even be compared to each other. They have their own speed. They have their own logic. They have their own rules. And it feels like, you have these new players coming in and Lords of the Fallen feels like souls, like actual souls, whereas Bloodborne feels like lies P and I'm waiting for someone to do the open world bit as well as Elden Ring did, which completely changes how um, mm-hmm. encounters, you know, sort of um, unfold. And then you have that entire 2D bit, which feels like its own thing too. And then that has little subgenres of, is, is it a roguelike or, you know, right. is it persistent? Um, and so it feels like with this term, it's we're getting to a point where like the term is slowly losing its meaning and like its shorthand was helpful when it was like this is a game that is like dark souls but now it's being used for everything it's kind of losing its ability to actually uh codify it's it's the new rpg yeah (laughs) it's an action adventure game yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say they're just action adventure games at this point yeah, because I mean they're not and, they're not spectacle fighters like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry or anything like that, and like these are basically what action adventure games used to be, just with more freedom now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it also like does it have to be difficult? Can we have a Souls like where you have the ability to just put it on very easy and just play through the story mode, which is kind of like what Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order can be? If you want to play on dummy mode, I mean, I, I, I like and, playing on dummy mode by the way. But and though those games don't get that moniker as much like i like you can see that they did copy that design but you don't hear people refer to them like that as often as like all these other ones and i think it might be because of that reason because they they give you an out in terms of difficulty which is weird yeah i don't know because the souls like generally to me has more in common with the the rogue light genre than anything at this point you know die start again die start again you know yeah collect your collect your souls but i mean I don't know. To me, to me, a Souls like is any game that has like a currency that you collect that you have to go pick up if you die. <laughs> like that, that's, that's which is fine. It's like fine if that's the thing you take from it. Um, for some people, it might be tough as nails difficulty. For others, it might be you know an emphasis on exploring an area and then a big boss fight where you're circling around and trying to stab it in the we ass. Used to, bunch, we used to just call <laughs> we used to just call difficult games like a hardcore action RPG. <laughs> what? Did, but what was you, that before you, a Souls game? It just it was just the word hardcore was used like a hardcore shooter, a hardcore RPG, a hardcore action game. Like that's what they used we used to call. Well, what it. do we call the porno games now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 have a, a Liza P, which is yeah, hard. what do we call Ninja Gaiden? Yeah. Or or just basic it's bullshit. I'm secretly it's bullshit. Mega Man's great. <laughs> we called Mega Man great. Robo like, Robo like, pew pew slider. Um... So, I mean, what do you, where does it go next? Like this, and this, this genre obviously finds its, is audience is growing and growing. Elden Ring, one of the best selling games of last year. Um, Lies of P and Lords of the Fallen, both um, 
breaking sales goals, Liza P even doing it with the added um, Game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, a million copies, they said. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Said. Yeah. What if they lied, though? <laughs> There's a possibility. Like we sold 15. See, <laughs> see no well. nose is going to reach over here. Oh, no. It's going to crash right through the monitor. Flick it. Um, <laughs> do you think this genre is just going to keep growing? Do you think there's any point where it uh, a bubble bursts like we saw with um, third person story based shooters or like we saw with like arena multiplayer shooters or I, character, plat- you know, mascot platformers? I honestly think we're really just getting started because none of the soul. I mean, there's been OK or good souls likes that aren't from software but i don't think we've had like that masterpiece that's not from software yet and until we get that you know i don't think it's gonna bottom out anywhere like i i imagine you know lords of the fallen 2 already got green lit and i wouldn't be surprised to see that go open world is that you know there's there's elements you can definitely tell like they the world that they crafted in this huge and it all loops back to one another and everything so I mean, where do you go? The next step is to take it open world. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what From Software does with the DLC for Elden Ring because they already innovated on the genre big time. The DLC could be a test for what they want to do next kind of thing. The only yeah. thing they announced was PvP though, right? Like, do no, Shadows of the Earth. Shadows of the Earth. Like full on. Oh, expansion. right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like the, in their tradition, their DLC has just been more and harder. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Fa- it's the George Lucas uh, mode of directing, faster and more intense. Like yeah. uh, the DLC has had some all f- throughout all the games has had some incredible moments, but like none of it's really reinvented the wheel. But it would be interesting if this one is, you know, maybe one of the reasons they're taking a while on it. Which I guess it's not that long, but it's been it'll be at least two years um, probably by the time it comes out. Um, man, that's crazy that Elder Ring two was came out two years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah I guess, yeah. Um, it's a pretty good game. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's a pretty I'm, good I'm game. I'm pretty sure I'm like standing just outside Melania's house. <laughs> oh, don't go to that place. You don't want to go there. Just <laughs> leave her house. <laughs> like after this long ass break, just walk into her living room like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you just grandpa some put your hat back on the rack. Just walk out. Um, yeah, did you have, uh, did you guys have any other thoughts about sort of the, the, the genre as a whole from like a, a more zoomed out point of view or from like, what do you want from to do? Like, do you want them to just, they, they're going to be doing an Elden Ring too. That game sold too much. Yeah. Uh, Bandai Namco is going to back up money. Um, uh, yeah, I, want, I want from software to make another Sekiro game, not like Sekiro, yeah. but like something with that combat system. Yeah. Something like that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The difficulty of souls games isn't what like hooks me. It's just the discovery aspect. Like I feel when we don't get, a lot of open world games that do it like from software does or really souls likes in general. And thankfully, like I think Lords of the Fallen absolutely took like the right lessons from Elden Ring and all that about like, you know, secret areas and, and, you know, thinking about the level design in a way, in, in a way that like makes you check every corner. So, you know, with the umbral lamp, like if there's a pool of water, I'm checking there to see if there's stuff down there. And there usually is. Or if there's, you know, a, a wooded off or a fenced off wall, I'm checking my umbral lamp to see if I can go through it. Like that, that's the addicting part to me is just getting to know those areas and, and layouts and everything like that. Um, so I, I think there's more to do with that. I think the way you expand the Souls genre is not harder and not more combat or whatever like that. But 
utilizing the the map layouts and and secrets and all that and really just bringing back that sense of discovery like you used to get from obviously as chess pointed out like zelda games and all that were oh you know i didn't think there would be something behind this wall it turns out there is you know like i, I agree uh, and, and that's well, and that's why people like Liza P so much too, is because like it it did that. Like there were secret areas you could get to, there were secret paths and roundabout ways to get to things. And like there's there's that like uh, what you call it. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't floored by Liza P's uh, level design though, like because again, I think that that game leans no. more on the Sekiro side of yeah. things. But compared, thing compared I love to about, other Souls games, though, it definitely understood the looping around and and it. Uh, sure more than other ones <laughs> and and you know what? this is probably where the branch comes right because yeah. it's the core is there's a, a satisfying combat experience and then that facilitates you wanting to go out and see what the challenges mm-hmm. are that push against that experience and then dark mm-hmm. souls has a lot more of the world exploration and uh, dark souls slash elden ring but then bloodborne and uh sekiro are a lot more i right, well here are mechanics for that combat that you can get much deeper into and like that's i think the diverging path like one is like very it's going to go very metroidvania and the other is going to be very twitch reaction heavy and like i kind of want to see them double down on just the feel of combat and like the like abilities and movement like what if i like what if they combined like the feel of sekiro with like the this it's not going to sound like it makes sense, but like the movement of Ghost Runner, <laughs> like just context sensitive, like you're in an environment, you have all this freedom of movement, but then like the combat is just as smooth and, and cool as it is in Sekiro. Like that would blow my mind as like a, a super kinetic uh, game to play. But like that has nothing to do with exploration, which, you know, could be a factor as well. But like that wouldn't be my main draw. Mm. It's funny when it comes to movement is the best feeling modern from soft game in terms of movement armored core which is very different from the rest of these games yeah like yeah Ar- armor core does feel really good to move but i still i think sekiro still feels better because it's you feel like less of a hulking thing like you, i can relate more to a person who can jump real good sure. <laughs> than a robot who may or may not be the same size as a right. <laughs> or a kong <laughs> well i believe yeah but yeah. you're you're right like armor core definitely has like a focus on movement and like, yeah. yeah, so like something, a, a mixture of those two things. Yeah, like give me, give me a dude in a mech suit. Yeah, there you go, an exoskeleton. Give me exoprimal. I just want more exoprimal. <laughs> season um, two's coming out. You're getting it. What's coming out? Season two of exoprimal. <laughs> oh, I'm busy that week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, want Exo, I want exoprimal with a single player campaign. I don't want to play with other people. And also there's too many dinosaurs in that game. They need to make fewer dinosaurs. <laughs> They need to they need to do like a one like yeah. you should be have a slider of how many percent of dinos you want. And I'd be like, I want four percent of these dinosaurs. Hmm. What if you have like dinophobia and they put a dinophobia mode in and then it just become like blocks or spiders. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they become spiders. Um, Gemma and Toast 89 with a two dollar donation. And don't worry, everyone else, I'm, I'm about to get to your I, I just want to wrap up this chat before I get to the rest of your um, chats. But this one pertains to it. Um, should Elden Ring go co-op for a whole game? So that's another interesting thing. So they, you said Lords of the Fallen, you can play the entire thing co-op. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they've never really done. Um, do you think that'd be something that they'd be interested in? Like, or do you think their level of like two strange, two ships passing in the night multiplayer is kind of what, to, what they want to keep it as? I think it just needs to be the theme of the game needs to be built around it. 
because all their all their all their game dark souls elden ring and all that is like isolation and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. you know they're actually gonna go co-op it just needs to be built around it just a couple sekiros hanging out what was that one you guys played like a three-player game where there was a couple sekiros running around what was that game it was what? like anime looking yeah it was a bunch Code of games no it was like a bunch of ninjas Ar- oh, origami, origami, origami. origami yeah Yes. But as it wasn't yeah, what about that? Soul, soul that soul. was more like a bunch of Tenchus yeah. running around. I don't know. Ah, fucking, you call it, you say Tenchu, I call them a Sekiro. They're all the same. <laughs> a Bushido <laughs> Blade. Okay. <laughs> um, going over some other Super Chats. We have a bunch of them. Uh, Titan Uranus with a $5 <laughs> dono. Thank you so much, Titan Uranus. I'm betting the final boss of Spider-Man 2 is going to be Norman Osborn as the green, uh, what was it? Green, Nick, help me out here. Green. Goblin on these nuts. <laughs> oh my god! Titan, oh wow, that, that came in perfectly. at the same time. <laughs> Titan, Titan, that was, you were just waiting yeah. in the shadows for yeah. that. Like a real Aragami. <laughs> yeah. uh, very good. That was incredible. He, he was, um, yeah, but he had that typed out, because I haven't seen his name in chat. He's had that typed waiting. out out for as long as that was coming hold the line hold the line Um, (laughs) enter 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 (laughs) uh i'm a little bummed i feel like the spider-man the 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 trailers they released this week shut off a little too much i haven't watched any seeing one thing i really didn't want to see i'm seeing yeah i keep skipping past them yeah Yeah, but there's just like images people just like sharing and it was like officially shared stuff but it was also as part of the and i'm like i don't want to see this we're so close everyone just fucking back off yeah, media blackout. I'm glad Nintendo's embargo on Mario Wonder was like, you can't show what any of the four or five star levels are like. I'm like, oh my God, what does that mean? <laughs> and people are just like, you don't know how difficult this game is. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you, know what, you know what superhero game I'll get excited for? The Wolverine. Well, well, that. Uh, well, he's not really a superhero. He's just a badass. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking comic. He's an X-Men. What? Yeah, but he murders people, so he can't be a superhero. <laughs> that is... Insane. So. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let me uh, let me go talk to uh, what you call it, Captain America and the boys. <laughs> Homelander? Do you Home- mean the boys, as in the boys from the boys, yeah. or Captain America's yeah, boys? Homelander. <laughs> he's a hero. <laughs> He's not a. He's, he's bad. A he's a, people on the internet are like he's my favorite anti-hero, and I'm like he's not an anti-hero. He's, he's a bad. He's bad. Yeah, he's Nazi. Yeah, but I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, like yeah, uh, the boys, but like GTA. <laughs> That's the superhero game I'll get excited about. Uh, where, I just, where I just pick a civilian off off the street and throw them across the map and ragdoll them, that'd be great. Yeah, that's not a superhero game. <laughs> no, that's just like a you're just a murder simulator. That's the thing they wanted to ban in the nineties. <laughs> maybe they should have. Hey, Isaac said, "Dick, it's not murder if they deserve it." I mean, maybe that civilian spit on my car. <laughs> no, it's still Ooh, murder if, whether they deserve it or not. <laughs> yeah. One also, track. I feel like them spitting in your car doesn't make it deserving. Also, if you're a superhero, why are you driving a car? <laughs> so that I can better mode so that if they spit on it, I can pick up the car and smash them with it. What if everything in the city was a superhero? Yeah. They made an MMO about that, and I don't think it King, exists King, King Des says, Nick, have you seen Saints Row 4? Yes. Have you seen Prototype? Yes. I want a next-gen one. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want a game. I want, I want a superhero game that's like GTA with the physics that were supposed to be in Crackdown 3 so I could just go crazy. You're you welcome. want the cloud? Yeah, I want the cloud. It you exists, want to get though. 360. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was the See, there, everyone, were, there were a ton of those there. Listen, you're just you're just uh, feeling the pang of nostalgia. You don't want the 360. You want to go back to the age you were when the 360 was out, when you had no responsibilities and the world was your oyster. <laughs> I, look, I downloaded. And now you're fucking old and you're hanging up Ethernet cords like a goddamn <laughs> Crypt Keeper. <laughs> 
Gotta gotta get my fiber, man. <laughs> You're gonna have to start getting your actual fiber <laughs> soon too. You're gonna see. That's what that means. Um, that's the fiber he was hanging up. <laughs> not from the ceiling no uh eric vikar thank you so much for the dono eric uh, one of our incredible video editors edited my sonic superstars 3mr which i'm gonna be talking about shortly Sweet. uh thank you so much eric uh starfield will 100 get nominated but will not win microsoft pays a lot to promote game pass during the game awards part of me wanted to be like how dare you and then the other part of me is like that's probably true <laughs> yeah. but like what does that have to do with it being nominated i mean do, okay so we know where the nominations are pulled from do do we know if there's like a price waterhouse like at the oscars who's like we put a man in a room and he counts and he double counts he doesn't tell anyone what the results are <laughs> like no don't you don't think I he's mean, got like a thumb on I, the scale I, just, I, I, I said it last year and i'll say it the year before like the the media they have on there basically play the mainstream games and that's it <laughs> be that as it may <laughs> I personally think Jeff Keighley is above reproach when it comes to uh, integrity. Okay. Are <laughs> like, you being like, serious? Because you laugh. I mean, dead serious. Okay. Like, it's like, whatever jokes we have about Jeff Keighley, I don't think he would bend at all to some sort of like, um, like publisher pressure due to money. Like, yes, he needs money to put on his show, but I'm, I'm sure he has very def- definitive lines. Like, look, this is for, you know, press and editorial because he's from the press. Like, he, he knows yeah, what that's great. like great 25th hour pieces on like the the final hours of making of uh what was it portal portal 2 mm-hmm. half-life 2 oh i didn't even know Half-Life that two, episode 2 he used I to be a journalist that. very good yeah he yeah he's a he's a gaming journalist that's where i first yeah. knew him from he used to write and i would read his name <laughs> yeah uh, but so yeah like he, he he's a businessman as well he's an entrepreneur all that stuff i think that's important to him and he would not he would not sully that at all like he's he's been doing this for a very long time so i i i would 100 percent not believe anything like that oh, is yeah. going on. No, I don't I don't believe anything like that either. I, I just think the nominations are very varied and they're predictable, but that's fine. And, and that's and that's I, yeah, that, because like there's a certain class of press and like they're kind of a a, a, a boys club in some in, in, in a way. Yeah. People, and, like, people, they have their us, preferences. people are reminding us we have to apply. We're not we're not gonna get accepted. <laughs> Nick, you haven't applied though. That is a, a defeat. Yeah, you should at least apply. I don't, I don't care enough. Also, to you apply. were definitely too late to apply this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't care enough to apply. I did. I did submit a couple people from our team for uh, the uh, da, 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 next next cl- class, whatever. What is it called? X Men uh, first class. Yeah, <laughs> future class. I submitted a couple of people from our team for that. Do we win? I don't know. I submitted a month ago though. I'm guessing no. We'll find out. <laughs> Pretty sure they tell you. I think they tell you, right? What? Do they? If you're nominated, they probably tell you. Yeah, I mean, nominations haven't gone out yet, so we'll know later. Oh, that's, that's right. That. That's right. I hope Zelda gets nominated for Future Classic. <laughs> that was a great game. That was an excellent game. What a game. I can't believe we are sitting in a year with a generation-defining game that neither of y'all like. I didn't say I don't. I, I, don't, I, didn't, time, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't say I don't have like given it. it hasn't pulled me in and that's worrying as a zelda fan yeah it like, just I, I, it shouldn't be as hard as it is to get sucked into that world i, I for me i, I it just feels like i've played it before but ultra hand <laughs> and, well, and that's and that's kind of the thing like i don't like the construction stuff i just i don't it slows down my pace i i get it i like i like the puzzles but I just, eh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
I'm not, like, I, hate, I, hate, I hate crafting in games and there's just more of that to me. <laughs> like, I don't mind the crafting so much. Like, I, I think that's actually a cool aspect. Mm-hmm. But all of the UI stuff and like the the combat finickiness, like like to to fight a group of enemies, I should not have to pause the game 30 times. Yeah. But but that's how that's when you watch like the people who are good at Zelda combat, that's what you're watching. You're watching them pause the screen and go through the menu lightning fast. You think yeah. you're playing Fortnite or something. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Fortnite, PUBG. Because that's <laughs> where you do that at. Don't you do that in Fortnite too? Where you're like making a little uh, you don't pause though. In PUBG, you have to go in a menu and like drag a bunch of shit. Remember <laughs> PUBG? How come no one's talking about PUBG anymore? What's Brendan Green up to? He's, he's making that a biggest open world game ever thing. I don't want to play that. Too big. <laughs> yeah, that sounds way too big. Yeah. Sounds way too big. <laughs> like I, I fully I fully like I intend to play Tears of the Kingdom at some point. It's just like if I'm gonna play that thing, it's gonna it's gonna take me sixty hours, and there's just been too many other games for me to like really commit to it. You're gonna, you're gonna I'll, I'll go back eventually, <laughs> begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, it's like a when I retire. Nick, have you played Cocoon yet? Yeah, I finished it a couple days ago. Actually, I played it over, over my trip. Did you enjoy Cocoon? I did. I did. It was, uh, that was great. Yeah, I, I think. Puzzles were maybe a little bit too simplistic, mm. but other yeah, than that, it doesn't doesn't really get head scratchy till late game. It even then, I never even felt the urge to like look it up. So, yeah, I, which I think is good, maybe like, but maybe pushing a little further. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. It's got like I really like the dimension mechanics, and yeah, I think mm-hmm. you know if he makes if he makes another one, I think he's going to fully expand on that, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I had a good time with it. It's a good game to sit down and play for four hours and be done with it. Doesn't doesn't overstay its welcome before it gets frustrating or tedious or anything like that. So, really perfectly paced, keeps you moving from puzzle to puzzle with no mm-hmm. issues. Uh, and then I think my biggest thing, it, the story. I think Casey said it in his review too. Like the story is so abstract, I really had no idea what the fuck was going on at all ever. Yeah, yeah, Yatsu's in the same boat. I think it's. I think it's just like if you want. I am totally fine with stories that just don't. I don't even want any of this to sound pejorative. Casey, in the way that when you finished um, Sunny Boy and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a really satisfying ending. You're like, that wasn't satisfying at all. Yeah, that wasn't satisfying <laughs> at all. Right and I was like, oh, you didn't well, tell it us feel yeah, I, uh, it just it just made me feel something. I like feeling. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, it's kind of like the Souls games. Like, I just I don't really care about the lore of the story. It's just an it's just an adventure for me. So yeah. that's kind of what I got from that. But I, it's just it's funny because like you'll play a game like that and I'm like, am I stupid? Did I not get what it was trying to tell me? <laughs> yeah, like that, and that that's I don't like I, that. Feeling. I take offense. Yeah, yeah I don't like that. Feeling. Like, all the stuff is happening, and it's like, oh no, you're the dummy. Yeah, this is above you. Yeah, it's like no, you didn't tell me anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it was ever um, like navel gazy like some games. Like The Witness can be very navel gazy, whereas like. <laughs> I don't know, like the broad sweeping kind of whatever creation, destruction, myth vibes of Cocoon. Yeah, that's enough for me. Creation, destruction. I didn't even I didn't even get that much out of it. No, like, I thought we were creating a little universe. That, that, I got I got that at least that part by the ending cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I like but, but, I, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know most, why. I was like, is this an alien invasion? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was a uh, that was Somerville. <laughs> that was Somerville. <laughs> Much better than that Somerville. was Somerville. <laughs> I uh, 
I <laughs> I was waiting the whole game. I was like, I bet we're going to zoom out again. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm, I bet I've been in a fucking orb. I'm in an orb. And every time I was in an orb, I'm like, I bet I'm still in an orb. <laughs> I guarantee I'm still in an orb. Like, I don't know if right now doing this podcast, I might still be in an orb. Who knows? Cocoon has not ended yet. <laughs> Did it make you think of uh, Men in Black when you were zooming out of the orbs? The end of Men in Black one? Weirdly, no. How is, no. How is yeah, that, that is like a direct memories. reference. Yeah. Your memory is wiped. You wouldn't know. <laughs> no, I saw the film, though. I'm not a character in the film. I was a I was a they I was a person no, watching the film. They, if you're in an orb, you are. Yeah. Oh, if I'm currently in the orb. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Only only a person in an orb would buy that King Kong game. The orb isn't like the Matrix. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a bad decision matrix. Yeah, you took the blue pill. You know what? I was able to speak firsthand from Kong, and now you guys have secondhand knowledge of I have, Kong. I have secondhand trauma from. No, I, I I appreciate the the journalism that you did on that Kong game. Yeah, Not you, all heroes wear capes, guys. You, you straight up lobbed yourself on that grenade and I'm taking this from the <laughs> That no place. one asked me to, and that was a duck. Clearly yeah, was yeah, not going like, to explode it was, hurt anyone. It was out of the way of everything, and everyone had, had nothing to do with anything, and you still threw yourself on it. Like, I got it, guys. And we're like, all right, have fun with that. See you later. You can erect a statue. <laughs> uh, Jewel Rao with two euros. Thank you so much. Uh, I love Lords of the Fallen. It's the Unga Bunga Caveman Souls-like. <laughs> well, you can play any Souls-like Unga Bunga Caveman. Jack played Dark Souls 2 Unga Bunga Caveman. Right? All, he always plays the Souls games like that. He's just a, he's <laughs> yeah. a dumb, dumb bald head with a club. <laughs> Are you just talking about Jack? Yeah, I am. <laughs> As in general? Yes. Very mean. Uh, Jack's great. Shout out to Jack. I've never played any of those games on Mabunga. Maybe it's to my detriment. Maybe that's the easy mode. Because watching Jack play Dark Souls 2, I was like, you make this game look very easy. Yeah, like Fro- Frost was making that case too. Like, oh, you like the cheat code is to just put everything in vitality and strength or whatever. I'm like, yeah. really? Because I never do that. That's what I, I do. Yeah. Never every do Souls game. I tried to lose the fall and it was like, nope, not yep, here. Actually, no, Nick, your problem is you wear a sword. You use a sword, not a club. I, I've put it. That's not full unga bunga. <laughs> Lords of the Fallen has like chain flail that I want to use. It looks dope. It's like flail. Yeah, it's a flail. Because you don't have enough to, what agility. No, I, that's what I, that's what I I built my character and was agility, strength, and vitality. So I can use I can use a lot of different weapons. Yeah, that felt really bad that after Lies of P, like all the equipment was yours to play with to just go back to having a spec. That, mm. that felt really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't yeah. like that as a thing. They should wipe that out. No, no, it won't, won't happen until From Software does it. Or just let you auto. Uh, or yeah, just like, re- well, no, because then, because if you like your build, you shouldn't have oh, to like you want to be able to like save it. personalities like yo, i want to be able to toggle between like being a w- cool wizard and being a warrior i just want to use the weapons they give me like a lot of times <laughs> yeah. like you, you so go through like a freaking hassle anything. to get them and then like it's yeah. just your inventory collecting dust because you'll never have 30 radiance yeah. Ooh, <laughs> like, i don't even know what the stat is but i'm definitely not putting <laughs> any money in there jumbly wumbly threw a shot at jack says jack watches youtube vids on how to cheese bosses he doesn't count oh <laughs> didn't know that i'm mean, gonna use that later Doing research is fine. You yeah, still have to you execute. Watch. I don't research yeah, you still have nothing. To execute. It's clear you don't research nothing. <laughs> Jewel Rao, two euro dono. Uh, nice KC review. Helpful despite YouTube comments. <laughs> We're all pre-release YouTube comments. 
it, it was funny that like Frost's get uh, good video came out a week before that because a bunch of the comments are removed or get good. And I was like, you haven't even played the game yet, idiot. <laughs> God. <clears throat> my 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 favorite my favorite comments on difficult games are from people that have not played it yet and watch one review from IGN that said it was easy because they played it in co-op and didn't even point it out in the review. Yeah, I thought that was wild. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like, it's an easy game. <laughs> I was really game. disappointed in seeing that. <laughs> yeah. But How do you know they played it in co-op? Like, all, footage all, is all the co-op. footage in the game is two characters running around. Mm. And when he said that the, the fights were easy, I'm like, you didn't play the same game I played. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as Martin uh, said, co-op friends. was the way. We need, we need, we need, yeah, we need more codes. We need a code up. Uh, fat cock, one fifty dono, no message, just a nice little buck fifty. We appreciate it, uh, thank you, Mister Mister Cock. I think uh, wasn't there an ice cream cone attached to that? No, was there? Was I there? think so. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was ice cream cone. I, I copied does. it. I copied it, but I didn't see that. Thank you for the ice cream cone. Um, I have some blueberry crunch ice cream in the fridge. That sounds delicious. I had blueberry apple cider at the airport just two days ago. How, how was that? It's actually really good. Too sweet, but very good. Mm. Like a hard cider? Or yeah. Soft cider? No, hard cider. Gotcha. Soft cider. Flaccid cider? <laughs> soft cider. Regular cider. Uh, Pacofication. Welcome to Early Access. Thank you so much, Paco. Uh, Eric again with another dono. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, we need more goofy Souls games. Make it more fun, like another Crab's Treasure, where you get a giant gun if you can't stop dying to a boss. Um, yeah, I need that, I need to play that. That has a demo out now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's still out. It extended past Steam Next Fest for a little while. So if you're gonna play it, play it soon. Um, that wasn't like a threat. But that was. I wasn't scared. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna download it right now. But yeah, that's an upcoming uh, uh, indie game that is like a colorful looking game where you play as a crab, but it is also sort of has base uh, uh, Souls-like uh, mechanics and combat, um, but also has a ton of accessibility options, which is um, interesting that, you know, we were talking about, we can't really think of a lot of the games outside of like Jedi Survivor that um, let you really put it on baby mode, um, mm-hmm. even though Jedi Survivor, arguably, of, of the same ilk, but um, another, crab, another Crab's Treasure was delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they put, shouldn't put Steam Next Fest in the middle of busy seasons. <laughs> they should put it in like January. That's I guess everything's season. a busy season. Yeah, there every, no, every season I mean, there's, like, there's like two months in the summer that are now the drought instead of three or four months. Yeah. Uh, and then Fungus Finder with a $2 dono. Nick, just go play Prototype again. I don't want to. I liked it the one time when I played it, but I, like that was not a game I have any desire to revisit. Because <laughs> about Hulk Ultimate Destruction? No. Okay. I know. I know. Prototype is one of those games. If I go back to replay it, it lives a lot better in my head than it actually was. <laughs> mm. Yeah. The, Some people think yeah. that might come. Uh, that that was an Activision joint. Maybe that'll get put on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, or they'll revive it. Prototypes. Because that that is what Phil said. Like he's happy to bring back anything as long as there are devs who are like excited about it. So like if yeah. anybody within is like, hey, I've got a great idea for this old franchise. Yeah. It might come back. It could be interesting. Uh, for the end of the show, talk about stuff we played. Nick, have you played anything other than Lords of the Fallen slash Cocoon, which we've already spoken about? Uh, or watching it. Boy, did I? I don't know. Did I do anything exciting? Mm. Mm. 
No. <laughs> Great. I mean, I finished, Did you watch Follow the House of Usher? I, I started it last night. I watched the first episode. Very, very I, I different it's very show. very good. It is not nearly as scary as any of the other shows. Yeah. It's very good. It's very interesting. It is much more like Succession than um, <clears> the previous um, Mike Flanagan shows. I, I, yeah, that's fine with I me. Like, I just like, I like his, that description. I just like mm-hmm. his storytelling. Like, I think. No, he's great. His yeah. writing's great. And that cast, all familiar faces, almost all of them from previous shows, plus Mark Hamill. Yeah. How does it uh, stack up to Midnight Mass? I don't think it's as good as Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass is my favorite of those, though. Um, that, yeah, man, that show is incredible. <laughs> yeah, Midnight Mass felt much heavier than this. Yeah, um, I'm the weird one that my favorite is Blind Manor. So I, I did what I did rewatch that right before I left for Canada because mm-hmm. uh, my my roommate hasn't watched any of the Mike Flanagan stuff, and he was he was glued to the screen for that entire show. So <laughs> still still holds up. Oh yeah, I mean the ghost story episode is still still creeps me the fuck out. Like I just. <laughs> She sleeps, she wakes, she walks. Didn't, didn't, didn't like it. That's the only one I haven't uh, rewatched. I've rewatched uh, Hill House and, and Midnight. Yeah, that's Midnight funny because I, I haven't rewatched. I haven't rewatched Hill House or Midnight Mass, and I, yeah. and I won't rewatch the Midnight Club. <laughs> no, neither will I. It was fine. Some of the uh, some of the cast of the Midnight Club are in this, um, and uh, they have they, they're they're really good in it. So, mm-hmm. like some of the new cast that the kids that were introduced in the Midnight Club are teenagers. Or- yeah, we've got we've got some codes that I'm excited to jump into. That obviously I can't say what they are yet. Um, oh, I did get I can um, I did get uh, a Meta Quest three from uh, Meta as a review unit. So I was messing around with that last night. Pass through is really cool because like now it's in color and you can actually see what you're doing. And oh, neat! Like I've been um, seeing people like, can you like, like read? Um, it like, you like read off a screen and stuff. You, is it that clear? You can't. You, you can't if you have good vision. I ha- can't wear my glasses, so you know. Yeah, yeah. But like, but it, but it was pretty cool. So like, just to get signed in with it, um, I, I, uh, like, it asks for like a QR code to pull up on your phone because you pull up the MetaQuest app on your phone. So then I just held the the phone up to my my face with the MetaQuest on and like scanned it through there to get me signed in through the headset. Um, but I did, I did start a game last night um, that I, cause I was basically reading online, like what game should I play on the meta quest three? Uh, and I started a game called, it's got a very generic name, dungeons of eternity. And it's a very generic game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's basically a first person like dungeon crawler in, in VR, but it's actually like really polished and really good. Uh, like, and like even has like, almost soulsy boss fights at the end of each run and yeah it, it was making me sweat <laughs> like it's tough and it's up to three player co-op too which i definitely want to get my friends to play because it, it's it's a lot of fun actually are they treating it with like a <clears throat> quote-unquote launch lineup or is it pretty much just games that have already existed in vr but um the in, enhanced with the with right the tech. right now it's enhanced but like there's asgard's raft 2 coming out um in november there's there's quite a few big games coming out in November for it, actually. So I think they're kind of like hammering out any bugs or anything like that. But um, it, it plays fine now. Like, I can definitely immediately tell, like, the visual upgrade between the two headsets because I was putting them on back and forth. And then, uh, yeah, I just got sent a code for, a, like, this pro football game, which is literally, like, it's NFL, basically, in VR, <laughs> which is really cool. Huh. Uh, played Beat Saber on it. Yeah, Pro Era 2. NFL Pro Era 2. And I was like watching trailers like this actually looks really good. And the reviews for it are good on on uh, the MetaQuest store. So 
you does, know what got oh sorry <clears throat> no i just went to ask real quick does the meta quest three have backwards compatibility with like whatever you've had on two mm-hmm. yeah okay I, I think for for most games i think like like it's a requirement they have to update it for it but yeah um yeah, I, I, my my problem is, is like I forgot my original li- uh, account sign in, so I have like two meta libraries. <laughs> oh. So I've got review codes across both of them, so I need to keep trying more of it. Uh, you know, what game had a really good um, preview coverage that comes out next month. What's that? Assassin's Creed Nexus. Yeah, yeah I'm excited to try that VR. Apparently, oh, it's like a full ass Assassin's Creed game. In yeah, VR. I was really impressed with what they were showing for like the parkour and everything, like free movement mm-hmm. and open areas. Casey's like, yeah, I work there. <laughs> I probably, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, go watch the IGN preview. Like, it's it's really impressive yeah, looking. Uh-huh. Um, and like the the thing is, like when you when you look at like previews like that, when you watch like you know the sword fighting and all that on without being in VR, it doesn't look like it. There's any weight or feel to it. Sure, but once you actually get in VR, it feels a lot. Yeah, better. I mean that's the that's the problem with VR, right? Is it's like hard to watch a video and be like, this is cool. I promise you, you, you got to be there. <laughs> Like watching a video of a roller coaster, yeah. like, I guess so. It's um, just dead silent, and you're looking at the man with the headset on his face. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. I don't want to be that guy. And then the gameplay, you're like looking at it on your phone, it looks goofy as hell. And you're like, okay, if this was in front of my eyes, it'd probably be cool. Yeah, yeah the one game um, I, I'm gonna pick up tonight probably is called Breachers, and it's basically Rainbow Six Siege in VR. Oh, you, Casey, you should have your boy sue them. Season <laughs> <laughs> desist. Uh, we'll, we'll look into it. Yeah, that sounds cool. You could do some breach. What on stream? No, just some breaching in general. Oh, I mean, yeah, I just fixed my door in my basement. Let's just break that open. No, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Some good breaching. Uh, Quintuple with a two dollar dono said, "Nick, how did your Canada TED Talk go?" Good. Yeah, I gave a bunch of indie developers a talk about how to get your game in front of the press. I cheekily titled titled it "Indie Games Don't Get Clicks" because we hear that all the time on Twitter. Mm, that was a good title yeah they liked it they thought it was funny and uh <laughs> yeah basically uh i i used my talking time to basically say share our content when we make stories about your games because <laughs> how many I times mean, you use it as like you use it as a backdoor way for us to get more views exactly <laughs> yeah i was like no, i mean it's also a good idea though. yeah <laughs> yeah I, I mean it would help them a symbiotic relationship yeah. the amount of developers that were um were like <laughs> People like they don't share the stuff you write about them. I was like, no, we tag them all the time. They hardly ever retweet it. <laughs> so that's why I start going to their houses and I slip uh, a printout under their door. <laughs> yeah, can't do that for a video. We'll send them the timeline of the video. I send them a. I slip out a, a piece of paper that has a URL written. Oh, okay. <laughs> go, go here and share this. Yeah, in in newspaper clippings. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool. Uh, True Mando with a dollar ninety nine dono. Steam Deck or Switch? When traveling, how do you pick? Just, just I don't know if that was supposed to rhyme or not, but I said it as a. <laughs> uh, just depends on the game I want to play. I usually pick my Steam Deck, just because I've had oh, more I, to play on it later lately. I usually do my Switch just because it's lighter. Uh, you're a baby. Um, but I'm a baby. Yeah, you're. A I mean, it's baby. lighter, and I want to pack lighter. I'm sorry. What do you need to, to be an adult? Do you need to have like 15 suitcases, like an old time steamboat? I have like, a. What are we doing? I have a backpack with my laptop <laughs> and my West Steam Andrews Deck in it. With 14 handbags. <laughs> yeah, you're a baby. <laughs> what kind of are you? Do you just have like a little? You just wear a little satchel instead of a backpack? No, I carry a backpack. That's you all carry I carry it. You don't put it on your back. 
I carry it on my back. What are you? What a weird <laughs> semantic yeah, like, thing. Yeah, just moving the goalposts all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? I think me saying I choose Switch over Steam Deck because it is lighter. Well, it's because you're a Nintendo fanboy. Traveling on an airplane makes sense. Yeah, he just doesn't want as much stuff with him. Nick's probably just rolling around the airport, several rolly bags all flopping around behind him. A baloney. I have my backpack with my computer and my Steam Deck and my cables mm-hmm. in it, maybe mm-hmm. some food, and then a duffel bag with my clothes. And that's it. Yeah, right. All your all your fucking flights get delayed because they're like, hey, we have a weight problem because something's so <laughs> goddamn heavy and we don't know what it is. Yeah. It turns out that it's that big $700 chonker. You stand on the whole goddamn arrow. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why do I keep getting delayed? Fucking doofus. <laughs> into the radius VR might be good for Spooktober. I, I did into the radius VR. I, I did get a code for that. So I have. He says it's like stalker for VR, but the enemies are much creepier. Yeah. Ooh, spookus. Yeah, they put out an update called the Little Things update. Little Things. Yeah. Like there the Switch. Go. The Switch is a little thing. It's a little spooky, creepy device that sucks your money away to buy things like King Kong on it. I could have bought it anywhere. I could have bought it on my Steam Deck. Yeah, but like... On Hold on. Does that, does that King Kong game look better elsewhere? <laughs> like you bought it on the Switch. No, it is doesn't. Is the worse it looks? <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> Does it? Does I'm sure it wasn't doing it any favor. I would know not to buy it on Steam because there'd be a extremely negative rating on it. You can't see that I'd, on the Switch. So they if can... I'm gonna be honest, I bought it on Switch because my Switch was the thing that was at that moment hooked up to my capture card. <laughs> if it would have been my Xbox, I probably would have bought it on Xbox. Yeah, that, but I wouldn't have been able to finish it while yeah. um, watching the X Files. You, so. you treat that Switch like your baby, and you put that thing on there like geez throw, talk about throwing the baby out in the bathwater. i don't understand what's happening <laughs> i don't i don't know what happened and i don't like it casey did you play anything <laughs> can't carry more than a couple grams <laughs> um yes i can actually talk about one of the things i played some time ago though yeah. the review's not out yet it's tomorrow coming. but uh yeah but the embargo is up because i've seen other reviews go out uh, so can we can we talk about Hellboy? Yeah, Web, is web of Word. Yeah, definitely is the it, only review on the escape. Is it Web of Word or Weird? Frost it's Word. Oh, okay. They say they say the word word. They say the word word several times. <laughs> uh, the, the reason the reason for that is because <laughs> that was good, Marty. The reason for that is because um, the premise is Hellboy is apparently going into this sort of uh, realm where the manifestations of characters and mythos from stories like literature that humans have made come to life. Mm. So the web of word is like this sort of dimension where the creatures and monsters and stuff of all of our fairy tales all exist. <clears throat> um, like Silent so, Hill. so King Kong's in there. Is that what Silent Hill is? <laughs> uh, Silent Hill one, it is creating the manifestations of the fears of a little girl who was killed in the town. So. Okay. Yeah. So that, but for like, you know, stories. Mm-hmm. But something has infected this place and made all of those story things like mean. And so for for reasons that I don't understand, this is a threat to the regular world, even though this is a different dimension. And so Hellboy goes in there and he beats up a bunch of stuff to try to uh, stop it. And um, overall, it's a very, very. Uh, it's a, it's a very small scoped roguelite. 
like uh, the, the levels are very linear. The dungeons are essentially like rooms and pathways and that's it. Like sometimes there are multiple doors in that room, but if you go the wrong way, you'll eventually come back to where you showed up, uh, where you left from, and then you just go the right way. Uh, it does a thing where like, you know, uh, you'll get like a sort of upgrade thing that you pick up and that thing will give you like maybe special abilities or whatever, but everything is super straightforward. Uh, there are only four worlds in total and the game reuses those worlds several times before you see end credits. Um, so it was, it was, it was honestly a very tedious experience. Um, but it does actually have what I think is a fun combat system. Like, uh, it's a lot like punch out, which is a, like I played thunder raid not too long ago and was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's actually pretty fun. But like it's in 3d, so you can actually move around the enemy, but it works the same way where like the enemies are throwing things. You have to recognize where the attack is coming from and react accordingly. And it's flashy. Like Hellboy looks cool when he's punching stuff. But the problem is that like it doesn't get any more difficult than like maybe the first sort of punch out enemy <laughs> like it's very easy to see what's coming and so the combat doesn't really change or evolve the best they do is maybe throw more spongier enemies and more enemies at you but like it's it's not at all challenging so the fighting gets really really boring and then the level design is boring because it's the same thing that you played that's a very and, flat in the review yeah it's just it just doesn't do much like it does one thing in particular and nothing else. And so uh, it, it's overall it's a very disappointing thing. And apparently this is one of the last things Lance Reddick gave lent his voice to before. He right. Passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah, think like Hellboy? Do you think uh, it will like appeal to hardcore Hellboy fans in a better way that the Kong game might not appeal to hardcore <laughs> Kong fans? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Like the the story it tells um, isn't particularly interesting. Like the premise isn't terrible. But um, it also kind of assumes that, you know, a lot about Hellboy, which I don't like. I've never watched yeah. the movies. I just know that that character exists. I've never read any mm-hmm. comics or whatever or whatever. Oh, you should watch the second movie. It's pretty good. Um, is there a new Del one? Uh, yeah, there was a new one with uh, David Harbour, the guy for the, the right hot dad. Is- the hot dad from uh stranger things <clears throat> the chef the, the sheriff the chef whatever fucking you shouldn't have he, asked he did, me a question he, he did do cooking on that show he, he made lots of waffles for 11 yeah, <laughs> but uh but yeah um oh crap i forgot what i was talking about uh <laughs> uh fans it's it, like it it's, oh, right, right. Uh, requires like a lot of sort of well, that's the thing. I don't think it, I don't think it requires um, it requires a lot of knowledge to understand what's going on, but they don't treat its story as if it needs to explain anything to you. Like, it's not super complicated. It's just stuff is happening. It's like you showed up in the middle of a movie. And then it just kind of keeps going. And like the like the plot's not that complicated. Like, it's like, oh, this this is what's happening. These are the bad guys. Go go do something about it. So, like, it's very easy to understand. But it's like, who's Hellboy? Where'd he come from? Why is this group? uh doing what they do like those questions just aren't addressed because it's kind of assumed you know all that stuff but it also doesn't feel like hellboy is a thing like uh it's not like batman where it should be like you could just fucking do a batman story you don't need to do an origin story like i don't think hellboy right. is a, a like societal knowledge yeah definitely really not. yeah so um, yeah like it so yeah, like lore, like story-wise, and like lore-wise, it's not adding anything new or interesting. If you are super deep in that universe, like I can't imagine what you'd find in that game that would be like, oh, this was worth it because I love Hellboy yeah. so much. 
Yeah. It's just Much kind better. of a, a wasted use of the license, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, sounds like a pass. Um, and you could talk about Hot Wheels. You reviewed Hot Wheels. Oh, so it right, seems right. like there's too much to say with Hot Wheels. It sounds like it's yeah, more the same. It's a, it's a, the thing is, I was so surprised by the first game. Yeah, you loved it. Yeah, I, I genuinely love that game. Like, it's a really, really fun arcade racer. The second one holds on to a lot of what made the first one fun. And the stuff it adds isn't that groundbreaking. Like, you can jump now, which really like, I like. had to actually remember, like, could I jump in the first Hot Wheels? And the answer is no, you couldn't. It really looks like an um, expansion more than a new game. Yeah, like. <sighs> gotta, Hasbro's got to get that money. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a very odd decision to just make a full on second game. And came the out second so, game came, is so it, it terribly out, titled. Yeah, it came out so soon after the first. Definitely yeah, that was a year grab. ago. Yeah, it's a cash grab. <laughs> but it's not like bad. It's just like, why? Why did this need to be? This shouldn't have been a full like. Yeah. yeah and why did they push it out? So like if they were going to be like, all right, the first one did very well. Let's go and make a second one to like capitalize on how good that was. This seems like it was rushed. Like they were kind of forced to yeah. get this out as soon as possible. So like they didn't really change all that much. Yeah. As opposed to if they would have taken a couple of years like a like a Mario Kart and been like, oh, we're gonna bring some actual new ideas yeah. to the table and this one's gonna feel different. Yeah, they need to they need to make the next Hot Wheels game a combat racer. Well, this one tries a little bit. Like the second yeah. new move you get is a little little no, uh, sideswipe. No, no, I want Guns, and no. explosives. No, nobody yeah, wants wanted that. on my heavy uh, steam deck. Nobody full wants auto. That. The Xbox that genre died for a reason. Right. It's because no. everyone stopped caring about it. I mean, not at least not in Hot Wheels. Like, I sure bring combat racing back, but like, Fine. I don't think Hot Wheels is the place for that. Whatever. Like, like that whole that whole thing is like built on nostalgia. Like, who yeah. cares more about Hot Wheels than people who actually collect those cars? Like, they're. But then there should be so that. much more love and attention paid to just the history of it as a toy brand. And that's just completely ignored mm-hmm. in the first game and this one, which is just strange. Hmm. They should have uh, combined it with Crossfire. Do you guys remember Crossfire? Crossfire? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you're trying to drive your fucking car through a Crossfire board. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> Getting hit by marbles and kids yeah, with like frosted they, tips. Like they should have, yeah, like. Turn this into like a, their own version of like Smash Bros. Where like throw a bunch of other toy references in there from Mattel, yeah, or whatever, right? Yeah. But like, no. Yeah, I feel like there was there was room for this to grow, and they may have rushed it. Yeah, that it, to get it that feels hot, like hot it's cash. rushed. Yeah. Like if you have, like you have the first one, and you're like, oh, should I get the second one? Stick with the first one. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't change that much. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like uh, when you get it like a new Lego game where it's like, oh, we're fully exploring this thing that I like now. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's Lord of the Rings or it's Star Wars. It's just kind of more of this. That, that's a game right. that came out this year and everybody forgot about it immediately. Lego 2K Drive. I did forget about it. Because it's a stupid yeah. title. It's a bad title. It is a bad <laughs> title. You're like, oh, I mean, you're kind of saucy on the stream. You get mad at things. I like Hot it. Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged is also a stupid this, title. It's also a bad title. Yes. Like, also I a hate title. that title. It's also a very bad time. Uh King Dead with a two dollar dono. You'll get caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was filmed in Canada. Uh, I got two quick things I want to talk about before before we part ways. Yeah, I got a stream in thirty minutes. Yeah, Casey yeah. always has a stream after this. Fucking <laughs> doofus. Uh, I reviewed Sonic Superstars. You can watch my review uh, right now. It's on YouTube. Eric uh, did a fantastic job editing it. Um, long story short, uh, it is a middle of the road 2D Sonic game, which um, 
is a blessing and a curse. There have been some really bad Sonic games. There have been some much better Sonic games. Um, I think the coolest thing it brings to the table is uh, when you collect a Chaos Emerald, it gives you a unique ability that you are able to activate throughout the level. And it's uh, you choose which of the eight abilities to activate once you you have gathered all the chaos emeralds and those range from uh, summoning like a whole wave of clones to run across the screen to uh, being able to turn into water and find secret paths to um, uncovering having like a third eye where you uncover uh, hidden platforms and and fake walls and stuff Uh, and it lends itself to kind of creativity and exploration in a way that I think a lot of 2D Sonic games are missing because Mm -hmm. it's so fast however the game is still really fast and it's not the, the game does not allow you to slow down to smell the roses. Like it is all about just fucking running the finish line like every other Sonic game, which is fine. Sure. But like that does not that does not feel like a thing that gels with those cool powers um, mm-hmm. and sort of the ability. Like the, I think the 3D maybe that's part of the reason I like Frontier so much is because it does give you time to stop and, and explore a little bit and take stuff in. Um, you so as fast. it is you got to go fast. And uh, also the game is done fast, which is a blessing uh, in that it's only like a four hour campaign, but it's also a $60 oh, game. Wow. So wow. it was a full price. It was a full price video game. Um, That's shocking. Yeah, Sega needs the money after canceling hyenas. So hyenas. Why, uh, but yeah. who, who better to milk than the Sega fan or the Sonic fan base? That's true. Sonic <laughs> yeah. will save them. They drew pictures of them being milked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the last game I want to talk about is coming out tomorrow, but I believe the embargo is up and it's called uh, World of Horror. And this is this is like a secret 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 best game of the year. I know every month I come with a new secret best game of the year, but this is the new new secret best game of the year. Uh, World of Horror coming out on PC and all all consoles. Uh, It is uh, a game that's been in early access for like four years. Uh, by a mostly by a solo Polish developer who's a part time dentist, I found out, which is that's weird. You don't get a lot of those part time. But this is a one bit spooky uh, melding of HP Lovecraft um, spooky surreal horror set in a small Japanese town. And the art style looks like Junji Ito of mm. of of. of I mean, the, one like of the most iconic spiral uh, and or artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it is uh, it feels like you're playing a haunted video game. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's ultimately uh, it's a roguelike where you um, uh, you have to get through five different short stories. You roll a character and you have to get through these five different short stories pulled from a pool of 20 in order to complete the game. And the short stories are these like almost like like uh, um campfire horror stories of this town of something that's going crazy on at a funeral or a haunted school or a ramen restaurant that has a secret ingredient and they won't tell you what the ingredient is and you're like oh it's probably fucking people that's that's really scary (laughs) i don't know what they're making (laughs) then it combines um uh, like RPG dungeon crawly combat with uh, choose your own adventure and point and click elements with um, really smart, like learning what a mechanic does down the road. And like you're going to fail on runs, but you're going to gain knowledge a little bit like a Returnal or a Spelunky on a second mm-hmm. run. Uh, and I've, I've, I've haven't put a ton of time into it, but I really fucking like it. Um, and it's coming out on everything tomorrow. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. If like the trailer looks like something you'd like, the chances are you're going to like it. Um, it is kind of is wordy and obtuse and looks like you're playing on like a Apple II from the 80s. But um, I think it's very cool. Secret best game of the year. Part 10. All right. We did it. We did. Nick, you can play it. Maybe. Rachel's gonna have a review of it. Rachel liked it. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um that'll be that'll be up soon, right? Is someone editing that? 
Eric, <laughs> you're in chat, right? Oh my God, that's not how that's not how work can happen. <laughs> Welcome to the Escapist. This is how we do things. <laughs> that's not how we should do things. Uh, no, not the Rachel you're familiar with. Um, no, no, uh, another Rachel who reviewed um, uh, Bomber Cyberpunk for us. Yeah, excellently. Um, but yeah, that's it. I think that's it. We're gonna let you guys go because we got in twenty minutes. You're gonna be back with uh, Amnesia colon the bunkers, right? Amnesia couple the bunker bear. boys. Yeah, time Just to get spooky. Started off couple, last year uh, with an Amnesia game. Starting this year off with an Amnesia game. There you go. Um, what are you, Casey? You got anything? Uh, those two reviews. Uh, obviously, the Hot Wheels is out now. Uh, Web of Weird. Web of Word is gonna be out soon. <laughs> yeah, that should be out. Uh, I guess tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think tomorrow uh, a written piece from me about my reasoning for why yes. I quit uh, yeah. Lords of the Fallen. Like it's locked it's, into the CMS. Yeah, it's sort of a. Uh, I'm gonna go delete that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a, a just a real introspective look at um, how someone with a get like who has adopted the get good mentality of the Souls community can still uh, can rectify with the idea of quitting a Souls game because like, mm-hmm. you know how they are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like that, up, that should uh, be out in the world tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, yeah, then we'll be finishing up. Uh, well, not finishing up, but playing more Devil May Cry tomorrow. Yes. Along with our yes. Zelda stream. So tune in for that. Uh, Nick, anything? Uh, yep. So uh, tune in with Casey, Jesse, and I in 20 minutes for Amnesia the Bunker. Uh, we'll probably go. Well, we'll go the two hours and like normal. But if depending how far I get, maybe we'll go three. We'll see kind of how it goes. Uh, and then Friday, I should be back for Uncharted. Just kind of depends on if I get something done. And then, yeah, game night on Saturday. Ominous. Yeah, Saturday will be a community game night. I'm thinking we'll do Halo because... Uh, was, Has it got this crazy idea? Well, the new, the new, the new, no. the new season just started and there's AI. Yeah, there's AI maps now. And there's all kinds of cool new stuff. AI maps. Yeah, like yeah, like, I'm hearing a lot of people talking about Halo. They they season. introduced AI so you can place AI in Forge maps. Oh, I thought AI generated maps. You are too online. Yeah, that's right. I said it. That's <laughs> what? You are too online. <laughs> no, I saw the call out in the stuff of Legends. <laughs> yeah. I see you, Jesse <laughs> Schwab. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the list right now is Amnesia the Bunker, Moons of Madness. Uh, we'll do a Phasmophobia game night. And then I was going to do Dead Space, but <laughs> it might take too yeah, long. So uh, I'll either do Signalis or try, you know, a recommended horror game or something. Or maybe what about World of Horror? Maybe, you, love, you love what you love is one bit and reading. Maybe, I got maybe, a game for you. Maybe we'll go back and finish Vestige. Anyways, I gotta let the dogs out. We'll be back in 20 ooh, minutes. Ooh, ooh. Darwin's Dummy, thank you so much for the $2 donut. We'll do Halo because uh, I'm Nick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you, uh, got, you, you guys like when I'm gone because you just get to play Dokapon. <laughs> It's great. It was you great. should just you should just be there when we play Dokapon. Please. I, I, I watched the last one. That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I can't try to understand any of the mechanics. I'm scratching my head uh, a lot when I'm watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Casey. This was uh, Breakout Episode number 107. Thank you all so much, and we'll be back in 20 minutes with Amnesia. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs>